and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is the podcast all about slow living in a fast-paced world. My name is Brooke McCallery. And my name is Benjamin Dillon McCallery, and welcome to episode 245 and the month of July. So you may have noticed that we went missing last week, the end of June. We had recorded a hostful episode that was due to go out last week that was just very no good, horrible, bad episode. So it did not make the cut and you were left with radio silence. No, it was ter- It was one of the episodes where nothing went right. It just hmm. didn't flow hmm. and we just ran out of time to be able to record it again. So we, we do apologise. If we get to episode 500, I will release it unedited for your listening pleasure. Okay. This just in, we will be ending the Slow Home podcast at episode 499. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. So every second month, every other month this mm-hmm. year, we're doing experiments and July, July was... would be an experiment month, but why aren't we doing it this month? We, for a couple of reasons, we uh, maybe back in kind of late May looked at what the next few months were going to look like for us with the traveling for the book tour uh, and just a whole lot of mental bandwidth being taken up by what that looks like, you know. And the experiments are wonderful. And the first two that we've done this year have been so transformative for both you and I, but for other people who have joined in as well. Uh, And I didn't want to kind of half-ass it. Yeah. So that realisation combined with uh, the, the conversation that you and I had back in episode 242 where we dove really deep into your journey, your story, and had quite a, a vulnerable, honest conversation. Mm-hmm. After that, we, we got a lot of really positive feedback. So first of all, thank you to everyone Absolutely. who offered that. Yeah. It really, we're that was... very nervous about putting that episode out and yeah. your responses have emboldened been... us to do even more of this. Well, yeah, they yeah. have. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what people were, were asking and talking about specifically was the relationship side of it and our ability to have that kind of deep, honest conversation And we realized that there are a lot of people looking for guidance, looking for strategies, looking for ways of developing relationships with more of that. Be that people who are dating, people who are in established relationships, families, friends. Old friends, new friends. Exactly. Kids, everything. Everything. Every kind of relationship that that we have, people are looking for more depth and connection. So we thought that instead of doing a traditional experiment in July, We're going to do a deep dive into relationships, slow relationships, how to develop more connection and more depth in your relationships. So this week we're looking at romantic relationships, both new and established, dating and, you know, long-term partners. Uh, Next week we're going to look at family relationships. Uh, Not specifically children and parents because we've spoken a lot about slow parenting over the years, uh, but more so adult kids and their parents or siblings or extended family and how to bring connection and depth there because it can be quite a complicated part of life. Uh, Also current friendships and how to to bring depth to your friendships as an adult and also how to find new friends Mm. as an adult and Mm. how to do that in a way that promotes connection, humanity, you know, all the things that we will want. Mm -hmm. So that's what July is. And each episode I think we will offer some kind of action. Yeah, action or, or suggestion or a, a reframe 
of a relationship, something new to try possibly. Uh, but It's the experiment when you're not having an experiment. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. Before we get into it, where are we in the world, I guess, and what are we doing? We're on the slow t- slow book tour. The slow book tour has has started mm-hmm. uh, very excitingly, kicked it off in Victoria, BC, back on the 20th of June. We are now currently, as this episode drops, in Portland, Oregon. Yep. So I would have just finished the Portland date, so advance thank you to everyone who came out what's uh what's next on the agenda next on the agenda is the 11th of july in san francisco so i will be speaking at book passage in court madeira mm-hmm. uh, all the information is over on slowhome.com slash events website uh but that's the next one 11th of of july in san francisco after that we head down we're doing i'm doing an event in orange county uh, and I'm doing one at Woodland Hills, both at REI stores. In LA. In LA. Basically, in July, a lot of West Coast yeah, dates. but I'm not going to list them all. Yeah. If you are keen to know more about our events, just head over to slowyourhome.com slash events. Absolutely. So, so let's just dive straight into relationships, like sort of like our relationship. We were quite young when we met. We were, I was 18. Yeah, this was back in the noughties. <laughs> early, early noughties. It was 2000, the year 2000. So this was a time without social media. This was a time without all the dating apps that are around today. So we are going to be so uneducated yeah. about dating in yeah. in, so in this, this time not- and space. So we, I am just going to apologise straight up yeah. uh, because I am zero qualified to be mm-hmm. able to be talking really on this. But what I guess we are qualified is just our experience, not just, and, and I'm not talking about the, you know, how we how we met and started our relationship, but I, I guess some of the core principles of our relationship and how they've strengthened over time. Hmm. I do think, though, it's important to start the conversation about relation, romantic relationships with dating. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, we are not... Uh, yeah. We are not in the dating scene, have not been for a long time, have never swiped right. Like I don't understand how Tinder works or anything like that. But what I do know is that there are a lot of people who have asked me at events, who have sent me emails, who have had conversations with me about the dating scene and the fact that it does not support people who are looking for deep relationships, relationships that involve, you know, the longer intimacy. term. Yeah, and that's not to say that it doesn't happen. We know, we are figuring it out before, we know at least four couples, long-term successful relationships who met on Tinder or something similar. Yeah. So it does happen. Absolutely. But in terms of the dating scene, it's not like it was when you and I first met, which was we met at a party. I gave you my phone number. It I was the wrong it phone was, number. It was the wrong phone number. I realised that the next day. I had I to called look it you a few up. times. I had I to thought, look you up. What sort of person is this? Says she's going to give me the phone, her phone number. It's the wrong phone number. <laughs> I honestly didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I had to look you up in the phone book yeah. and I called your number yeah. and your, your, your house number and your mum answered. 
Yeah, I get mum to screen all my calls. Yeah, and she wasn't very successful in that instance because I got to speak to you yeah. and invited you to a housewarming party. Exactly. You know, and, and so, so that's how, for us, it was a very organic thing. It, you know, we met, we enjoyed each other's company, had a dance at a party, wanted to hang out more. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that was kind of it. And I'm sure those sorts of relationships still happen. Um, but I feel like as you get older and I'm talking to people who are r- like roughly our age yeah. who are still looking for a long-term relationship and or have ha- come out of one and are looking for another one. And we have those conversations with friends. With We've friends had those time. conversations with family members. The fact of the matter is we live in a society where it, it's not conditioned. We don't have the platform. We don't have the, 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 the framework is all geared around this physical connection with someone this you know like what you're saying swipe right like you get two seconds to see someone and immediately Mm. they're gone Mm. if they if you don't have a physical connection within those first two seconds and don't get me wrong physical connection is really really important and that's often one of the first things that you know you you see (laughs) Of course, but you know, you know what I mean? Like that's one of the first things you recognise yeah, because it's... the emotional connection happens later on. Mm. It happens over time. It gets, you might start it, but it it doesn't strengthen until much further down the track. And we'll go and talk about what that time looks like because it looks like, because it looks totally different to everyone. Yes. And I think that's one of the biggest frustrations for people that who would know mm. if you have a spark with someone mm. uh, just by looking at a photo on, on your phone screen, yet there is no or there are relatively few ways of having those interactions with someone where you get to figure it out. Mm. It's not just based on the, the physical attraction or a particular. Like people are just making these snap judgments on who they want to spend time with and who they don't. Mm. But the other part of that is mm. there is this whole hookup culture which is based on one desire, one desire to find another person who's interested in hooking up, maybe some like a casual kind of relationship. And then you've got people who are on those same apps and using those same services but are looking for something more. Exactly. The intention is totally different. Yeah, and that's fine. Both of them are fine. Because, yeah, but the primary thing that those apps are designed for is make single people not single anymore. Well, I think that's what they started out as. And I think the difficulty is that some people are still there because they are looking for a relationship. Other people are looking not so much to not be single anymore, but to just go out and have like casual relationships with people, Mm. you know, and I think that it's difficult. So I I will say that I did discover a slow dating app. No way. Mm. Um, I obviously haven't looked any further into it, but. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Please don't. (laughs) Uh, but from what I understand, it gives people time to interact before they share um, certain information with the other person. So they get to know each other, wow, things that they're interested awesome. in, um, you know, things that they enjoy doing. I don't know if it's a photo sharing situation or if they, I have no idea, but it really is designed to allow people to start to get to know each other before they decide mm. whether or not they would like to meet this person mm. in person. It's a funny thing because it's that time, like after a certain amount of time, then you release a little bit more information. And that's going to change depending on the individual. Mm. So what we're saying is it's not the time factor that's the issue here, like slow 
to go at a you know snail's pace. It's going to take years. It's going to take years. It's going to be different for everyone. But it's what you do with that time. And it's what's your intention during that time. That's yeah. that needs to be the focus, the intention rather than the outcome or the end game. Yes. So I think what we're doing now, you and I in this conversation, is talking to people who are looking for a deeper relationship, right? So let's not worry anymore about people who are using dating apps and stuff to hook up. That's fine, but they're probably not listening Mm -hmm. to this episode looking for information on how to have a deep relationship if that's what they're after. Fine. Mm. Uh, So intention and presence is the important thing. It's in... It's, it's coming into an interaction with someone with intention. You turn up, you are willing to have a conversation, you let someone know something about yourself, but you let go of the expectation. You know, and Absolutely. I think, so I think if that's what you're after and you're not having any luck using dating apps, then maybe don't use dating apps for mm. a while. Look at getting out into the community in other ways. So go and volunteer at, uh, you know, at a group of, for something that you're interested in. For example, I volunteered for a local bush care group when we were living in the Blue Mountains. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I wasn't looking to start dating, but it was really nice to meet people who I were very like-minded, were interested in a lot of the same things, but I would never have had any chance to have met them before because they were a lot older or they lived in different areas. You know, I didn't work with them, so I wasn't going to come across them in that capacity Uh, and sort of broaden your your network of people. But if you're invited to a dinner party, go along. Mm. Don't go along in, in the hopes of meeting the person of your dreams. Just go along. Yep. Have a conversation. Don't be you focused know. on the outcome. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I also think that we um, broad brush strokes here, but I think modern humans are very nervous about getting uncomfortable in interpersonal interactions because we're not used to it. You know, we do a lot of our interacting online via email or text or social media. So putting yourself out there, even just in a very safe way, feels really scary. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And that's why there's this churn culture around dating is that it's so easy to be able to dismiss someone on social media. And from that, that churn culture comes a lack of trust, yeah. right? Because if, if you have happened to have met someone on these, uh, on one of these apps or in through one of these yeah. situations, I wonder whether there would be a for a while at least, that fear of, well, what was their intention and are we both on the same page being here? I want to be here. Does she want to be here uh, for the same reasons? You know, and I think that that lack of, even if it's just a stereotype, that lack of depth would cause a lot of mistrust in new relationships as well. Yeah, and it will compound every time you get hurt. So that's, I think that's some pretty good advice there, Brooke. Thanks. What about for the people that are already in a long-term relationship and want to establish a stronger relationship built on, you know, some some core slow-living principles? Uh, I think, again, intention and presence mm. are really important. Yeah, so it's the same principles. But turn up. Yeah. You have to turn up. doesn't yeah. matter what interaction you're having. It's going to obviously differ on depth and um, the heart involved in each interaction is going to differ because sometimes it's a, you know, someone who's arm's length and sometimes it's your life partner. But turn up for mm, people. Mm. Look at people. You know, mm. whether you're on a, the, a first date or whether you're having a meal with your partner of 30 years, put your phone down, turn the TV off, and listen to each other. Really, truly listen. 
And I think that's one of the, the most important things you can do. We're so distracted. We're so mm. busy. We're so used to multitasking. Mm. Single task your relationship. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Just for 10 minutes a day. Mm. You know, just say, okay, I'm happy to watch Netflix with you, honey. Uh, but let's talk for 10 minutes. Set an alarm mm. if you need to. But make it a priority to turn up for each other just for a moment every day. And I think that builds trust. That builds a different kind of language between the two of you when you really turn up and you're not trying to think about three things at once. Thinking about our relationship for mm. a moment and thinking about something that you've had to work quite hard on in regards to building that intention or building that trust or, or being vulnerable. What's been, do you think, one of the hardest things that you've had to do hmm. in that regard? That's a really good question. I think sometimes just accepting that I'm not right. Even when I'm when I might be talking with you about something I, that I'm struggling with, letting go of the requirement or the obligation that I put on myself to have the answer mm -hmm. sometimes. And along with that comes an acceptance that what you're saying has merit, you know? And it's like it's an ego thing, it's a control thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and letting go of that, I yeah. think. Yeah. Because I, I think you and I have got a really good foundation of trust. Mm -hmm. We were talking about this before. Neither of us has ever betrayed the other with, you know, delicate information. Like yeah. No one has ever, we haven't used yeah. something against each other to hurt. Emotional manipulation no. or anything like that. Yeah. No. So we have a really strong foundation of trust and that is just built up over you know, many years De of many, many, many years, many years mm. of not hurting the other person. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have, it wasn't like created overnight with some kind of grand explosive romantic gesture. It, it's just a very Agreed. slow, Agreed. steady drip of trust that, that just builds up over time. Mm -hmm. Like the stalagmite of relationships. Very good. What do you think? What have you had to, to, to work towards? Uh, it's working on my active listening. I think it's been the, the hardest lesson for me. I used to always want to solve a problem or solution. We spoke about it when, when we had that interview, um, episode 242, I think, in that I felt it my role to be the, the fix-it man, the, so like just to protect and and to have all the solutions all the time. Yeah. And that if you were worried and you were talking to me about some issue, then I was there to fix it, Miss, you know, fix it, Felix. Even if you couldn't, even, even if, if you I had no capacity. Even if I had no, yeah, time or, or couldn't, like it was out it's of my depth. not something that you could fix. Exactly. Yeah. I'd want to like yeah. a solution, like I'd want to. So that was really hard for me. And over time, and it's only been in the last couple of years that I've, I've learned to accept that sometimes a lot of the time when there's an issue or there's a problem, you, you just want to vent and you mm -hmm. just want someone to empathise with you. Exactly. And to hug you yeah. and to just be there with you, often not even saying anything. Mm -hmm. And the proactive listener, the proactive part of that is next time see the signs before it gets to that stage and be able to do things that may prevent it from escalating any yeah. further, not be the Band-Aid solution at the end exactly. of the 
of the line, be be in front of the curve and be able to recognize that and do things to help you, you know, emotionally through that issue. So that and that has taken years for me to get to that stage, to be able to firstly recognize it and secondly be self-aware to say, Ben, you're going. Do you remember this has happened before? What do we do? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Don't have the solution, just be there. So that and I know that that is something that you've you've asked for. Yeah, and I think the the self-awareness factor is really uh, probably the biggest part of it there because there would have been years where I would find myself frustrated when you were doing that, mm. but I didn't have the awareness or the language or I couldn't articulate why that annoyed me so much or why I found that so um, unhelpful. And it wasn't until I had learnt that yeah. <laughs> about myself and That's had it. the words to be able to say that to you mm. and chose the right time to say that to you in a way that didn't sound like I was howling you down when all you were trying to do was help, you know. So it was all of those things over time created and uh, the environment for you to figure like figure that out, to hear mm. what I was saying and to actually take it on board. And I think that they're the big moments in relationships not like the big milestone moments, those moments where you finally figure out something about the other person and it just takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes time and it takes a willingness to understand that this is a work in progress. We've known each other for 18 years and I'm still learning lots about each other and how we best work and how we don't work and mm -hmm. what we need and what we don't and it changes over time. you know. And I think that understanding that a relationship is constantly evolving is really helpful yeah new relationship old somewhere in the middle it's really really yeah absolutely absolutely like you said at the beginning we don't want like there to be a particular action for this but do you what, what do you want people to just even be aware of over the next week about their relationships whether it's someone that is seeking a romantic relationship or someone that's had 25 years plus in a romantic relationship and is wanting to improve it. I think having um, just checking in with your expectations of your partner or your potential partner or the person you're looking for and make sure they're realistic and fair. Okay. I yeah. think that that's important regardless of where you are in a relationship because a relationship, even a good one, is not going to fix all your problems. You, d you don't remove the parts of yourself that you need to change or want to work on simply by being in a good relationship. Some will, but it doesn't fix everything. And I think to put that expectation on someone else is asking for disappointment and bitterness and resentment and all these other things. Uh, and I think that that's really important. But I also think that we need to embrace ordinary a little more. And I think, what do you mean? I think that probably applies more for people in an established relationship mm. But not everything needs to be the Hollywood romantic film version. I reckon that applies for people that are dating. Look, it probably does, yeah. but I just don't feel like I can give advice. I don't feel like yeah, I'm qualified no. to give advice okay. to people who are in that situation sure, now. Sure. But, you know, because, it, it, like, everyone deserves that feeling, like that, that overjoyed feeling of a new relationship. It's, like, it's wonderful. It really is. It doesn't have to be Hollywood. In fact, don't expect Hollywood. Uh, look for depth rather than showiness. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I think what romance looks like changes 
over the course of a relationship. And I think that there is beauty and strength in ordinary. I really do. And something occurred to me recently, it's important, I think, to move beyond that um, that new, fresh, like I'll, I'd fight for you kind of. I'd die for Riley. I'd die for Riley kind of um, mm. newness to a relationship. And when we were first together the first couple of years, I would always pick fights and I realize now, I think, why I was that. doing that. Because I wanted the drama, yeah. first of all, because I was like 18, 19 years old, like a complete emotional idiot. But I wanted the drama, but I also wanted that newness, like that 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 fresh joy of, of love again when we made up, you know. I think constantly looking for the drama in order to find that that spark is tiring. <laughs> it's tiring for everyone, uh, you know, and so find the... Find the spark, find the joy, find the love, find the depth in the more ordinary stuff. Yeah. I, I, one, I guess one of the core principles that I encourage people to think about is set your intention straight up and that's regardless of where you are in a relationship or not in a relationship. Set your intention straight up and communicate that very clearly and think less about the outcome or the solution. Mm. Intention over outcome slash solution. That's the bumper sticker message. Because I know you love my bumper do, sticker messages. We need to get them all printed up. Yeah. Very, very big bumper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about a wraparound. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but I think I think you're right. Just turn up. Doesn't matter what the relationship is. Doesn't matter what stage it is. Turn up for people and I guess be open to the fact that you may or may not get what you're expecting from it. So like, yeah. so drop the expectations, yeah. you know, I think that's what being open is all about. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation from two of the most unqualified people to give it. But <laughs> I, the, the amount of feedback that we've gotten on this subject I think is worth exploring and particularly so. over the next couple of weeks. So next week we'll talk about the greater family relationships and how hard they can be. So come back for that next week. If you want the show notes to this podcast, it's at slowyourhome.com slash 245. And I'll also, I'd also ask if anyone, if you're listening and you are in the dating scene or you have some thoughts on it, apps or mm. something that's worked for you in terms of meeting people away from like the more modern dating apps and fast dating yeah. scene, let us know what they are. Because yeah, I, I, I mean, us. if you do we'll, have we'll something it. that works or, you know, a resource, yeah. I, I want to share it. I just yeah. don't have any myself yeah. because I've been so far removed from it. Yeah. So if you've got something you think that will help people, please let us know. Just leave a comment on the blog yeah, uh, we'll, and we'll, we'll share it. We'll probably share it in the last episode of, yeah. the, of this month, all the resources. but um, Because I think we are all looking for connection in lots of different ways. I mean, we are, and and in many different ways and on many different levels, mm. and that's what we're about. And that's why we're connecting with you now. Exactly. We want to help. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. See you next week. Have a good one.
How did we... When did we... Who am I? <laughs> I think it's becoming more of an active listener. Hmm? Sorry? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>